Chair Adelman, it looks like all of the DRC members, except for committee member Froden, are here. I did not hear from him that he would not be attending. And then staff is, is here as well. Okay, so we have a quorum. We do, that's correct. Okay, great. Then do uh, you want me to proceed? If you would like to begin, we are, we are ready to do so. Okay, good. Then uh, good evening and welcome to the Wednesday, April 7, 2021 regular meeting of the design review committee. Uh, Madam clerk, can you please call the roll? Yes, committee member grabber. Absent. Committee member Saltine. Committee member Saltine. Now I can. Committee member Tomasello. Here. Vice Chair Dunn. Here. Chair Antelman. Here. Okay. Um, this is a time that we set aside for public communication to talk about any item that's not on tonight's agenda. agenda. Madam Clerk, is there anyone who would like to speak to us on any item not on the agenda? No members of the public have indicated that they wish to speak tonight during public comment. Okay, then uh, we're going to move to a consent item, item number one. Uh, this will be approval of the Design Review Committee March 17, 2021 meeting minutes. Are there any edits or comments on the minutes? Okay, if none. Uh, may I have a motion and a second to approve the minutes of March 17, 2021 meeting? Madam Clerk, could you please? Oh, I'll make a motion that we approve the minutes for March 17, 2021. Actually, um, is it possible to make a recommended change on that before we vote? Well, we haven't voted, so it's still open. There was just one thing on the uh, sound wall. Um, 
And the sound mentioned that uh, it would uh, drop down to six feet as an approach channel drive on the east side. I think the intent is that it would drop down to uh, 42 inches or whatever the um, the maximum uh, fence height was, uh, basically an setback on channel. And then uh, I believe we had also did the same for uh, as it approached. Um, let me see what on the west side as well. Committee member, so I recall it that way as well. Okay, do we uh, do we need a new motion or can we still go with the uh motion that was made by Vice Chair Dunn and then proceed with the second? If Vice Chair Dunn is willing to entertain an amendment to her motion, you can continue with that amendment to her motion. I'll make a motion that we approve the March 17, 2021 meeting with the amendment that the on the project with the sound wall that the in the front yard setback that the sound wall drops down to 42 inches until it hits the face of the building. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Do I hear a second? Uh, I will second that. Okay, Madam Clerk, could you please have a roll call? Committee Member Gravner. I see he's joined the meeting. Okay, we'll move on to Committee Member Salty. I'd like to abstain if I if you guys have a quorum, which I think you do. Committee member Tomasello? Yes. Vice Chair Dunn? Yes. Chair Antelman? Yes. Committee member Gravin, would you like to vote to approve the minutes with changes? No, I'm going to abstain. Okay. Okay, then uh, we can proceed to the next item on the agenda. Which is project uh, 14538, the wash design review and administrative use permit located at 4107 East Main Street. Um, has anyone had any ex parte communication regarding this project? If none, uh, then uh, staff, can you proceed with your pre presentation? Yes, uh, good evening, Chair, members of the DRC. Um, tonight we have Project 14536. Um, this is a formal design review and administrative use permit for a new car wash located at 4107 East Main Street. Um, this is a formal design review and the administrative use permit uh, required by the Municipal Code for automotive cleaning in the C2 zone will be reviewed by the administrative hearing officer. Next slide. <clears throat> the subject sites located near uh, where the intersection of the 101 and the 126 cross. Um, this site is bounded by the 101 off ramp to Main Street. 
and a commercial shopping center. Um, the, the commercial shopping center includes other uses like a, a grocery store, the Lassens you can see there, a Decker's, which is a shoe store, and a multi-tenant commercial building with other commercial uses like personal service and other retail. Uh, the half acre property is interior to the shopping center and each of the buildings in the shopping center is on their own parcel and contain and they were permitted individually with separate permits. Next slide. Currently, the site is vacant and it's been vacant for for many years. The immediately sur it's immediately surrounded by the existing parking lot for for the shopping center, um, as you can see in the top image. Uh, the top image also has the property boundaries, which loosely represents the property boundaries. Uh, and the, the bottom image is a, a Google Street View image of the front of the site. Next slide. The site, um, so some more context to the area, the site's accessed directly from Main Street, um, and that's the, the only corridor where you can get um, two entries to, to the subject site. Um, the first one is the easternmost driveway, um, where you can see in the yellow star is where the property is all the way at the back. So um, the site's accessed through the driveway, through common access easements, um, and the second image is the western driveway, where you would have to maneuver through some commercial buildings to get to the site. Um, it's not a, as direct, but you can still use this driveway to, to get to the site. Slide. Uh, the applicant submitted a conceptual design review in August 2019, and the DRC reviewed this conceptual um, design, as seen in the images here, and provided comments to, to the applicant and property owner. Next slide. Uh, so after the conceptual design review, the project was formally submitted and um, the project now consists of an approximately 2700 square foot car wash tunnel, uh, as you can see in blue, and a 1000 square foot office storage equipment building in green, and detached carports for cleaning areas um, that'll have vacuums. Um, in purple. The site has a double queuing lane and um, the car wash itself will be self-service. So you'll drive up through the queuing lane, uh, pay at the pay station, enter through the tunnel, and either exit the tunnel or go into the cleaning stations where the carports are. Next slide. The proposed project meets the general commercial C2 development standards, including um, the rear yard setback providing the required 20 feet, um, the height being one story, 20, 20 feet in height, uh, and, and parking. Next slide. 
the site uh, parking and circulation for this project has been a point of conversation uh, through the course of, of the process. Um, the site is internal to this shopping center access through those two driveways that, that you saw on the previous slide. And the shopping center share this access easement for ingress, egress, and circulation purposes. But each of the parking and parking spaces are provided on each of the lots. Um, so they're allocated separately for each of the buildings and those uses on each of the properties themselves. Um, so for the proposed project, the queuing lane would begin at the southwest corner of the property line where you can see in the turquoise star. And it'll move east on the south property line, um, neighboring the, the parking lot to the south. Um, and the queuing lanes would hold approximately 14 vehicles to the pay stations and four to five vehicles between the pay station and then the tunnel entry. Um, so the queuing lane um, and, and landscape buffer will be along that south property line. And the subject property line happens to um, straddle two parking spaces. And those two parking spaces would become unusable with this proposed design. So the landscape buffer would intersect the, intersect the parking spaces um, and make them unusable. So knowing this, staff facilitated a conversation with both of the property owners involved in to address the concerns and provide any potential improvements to help alleviate the, the issue and provide a solution. Um, so one of the solutions, a suggestion provided was to extend the landscape buffer on into those two parking spaces so that they don't so that people don't try to use them as parking spaces and it would help the back out radius for the other two adjacent to those. Um, so it's an unfortunate situation where the property line is uh, intersecting and straddling those parking spaces, which would then render them unusable. And, um, you know, we understand that they could have been used by the other property and um, we, we understand that this is that it would be difficult to remove those, um, but we did try to provide some sort of solution to to the problem and uh, the applicant has accurately plotted the plans and the project through the survey and it, it accurately reflects that the proposed project is entirely on their property. Um, so we do believe, though, that the property owner has a right to develop on their property. Um, the queuing lanes itself, though, they, while there aren't any requirements for car washes in this zone, they have adequately shown upwards of 20, 20 vehicles in the queuing lanes on their property itself, which would help eliminate any of the impacts to the surrounding sites. Next slide. So the project incorporates uh, landscaping throughout the site, approximately 18%, um, including that five foot planting strip that is along the south, uh, south property line abutting the, the other property, um, and more than 5% of interior parking 
interior landscaping for a parking lot containing more than 10 vehicles, which is required by the municipal code. In order to align the queuing lane and to propose where it's at, there will be trees that would be removed from the existing parking lot. Um, however, those trees will be replanted and uh, to help mitigate those rem the removal of the existing landscaping. There will be about six trees through the buffers and um, five to six trees through planted throughout the site. Uh, the, the plant palette includes different species of trees, shrubs, and accent plants um, like deer grass, palo verde, barberry, and Oregon grape shrub. Next slide. Uh, here are some renderings of the proposed building. Um, the design, the proposed design of the car wash has changed significantly since the conceptual review. There were um, several designs that were submitted to staff after the conceptual review when the applicant was trying to apply the comments from the DRC to their project. Uh, some of those designs though were almost just standard car wash designs that uh, didn't have any desirable qualities or characteristics. So with this design, the property owner ended up hiring a local architect and has proposed a design that is a higher quality. It's very unique and more attractive than just a standard car wash design. So they have addressed the DRC comments, um, such as reducing the signage and integrating the colors and materials more rather than tacking them on as they were previously. Next slide. Uh, so some of the colors and materials, um, the, the proposed design is a modern design with a relatively flat roof. It has kind of a curve to it. It's made up of the, the blue and green tones, um, the translucent, polycarbonate materials on the sides um, and provides other accent features like the swirling punched out metal siding that would be interior to the walkway. Next slide. Um, overall, staff uh, supports the design, the architectural design and the landscaping of, of the proposed project. Um, so therefore we recommend the DRC approve the formal design review um, and any other recommendations the DRC fit for the proposed project. And this concludes staff's presentation. Uh, do the committee members have any questions of staff? Sure, I have a couple questions. Um, if possible, if we can go back to the site plan to have for reference, please. Um, so I understand this is a, a self-serve car wash. Um, I did notice that there were um, a certain number of parking spaces that are required. It looks like the majority of the parking places that are provided also have um, these, uh, you know, vacuum uh, stalls, cleaning stalls. Um, would 
Was there any discussion of, you know, how many employees they'll have uh, at the site at any given time? And this were a full service car wash, would those spaces be able to be, um, you know, would they need to be uh, open for, uh, for clients or for, you know, drying cars? What the operation entailed? I missed part of that, but I believe what you what you were asking is if the there there was parking for staff. There are three open parking spaces, um, and the I believe the applicant proposed that there would be two two employees um, for for the the business um, on site at one time. Okay, and then it looks like this like based on the existing condition, it looked like there were probably about, I don't know somewhere between 10 to 20 parking stalls that are being removed. Um, just to confirm, those are not being used to meet the parking requirements for any of the adjacent uses in, in the center? The Those parking spaces are entirely on the subject site um, as to how they're being used right now. They could be being used by other properties, um, but it is their, uh, those, those parking spaces are on their site though. They weren't built re as required parking for any of those adjacent uses. No, uh, there is history to the shopping center. Uh, the shopping center was intended to be one um, and the, the Deckers, I believe that there was another building proposed and this was back in the seventies. There was a, uh, several other uses proposed over the years that were um, tied to the other lot, but it was never constructed. And then the lots were split over, um, I think in the eighties. And uh, so those, each of the, the par parcels now have their own parking on them. Okay, thank you. Anyone else have questions? If not, I have some. Um, what are the hours of operation? Is this, this a 24 seven situation? Uh, no, it is not. Um, I'll, I'll have to pull those hours up. We don't have them right at the moment. Okay, the other thing I was wondering is, I know when I wash my car, it's usually a Saturday, more than likely a Sunday. Uh, do you know the hours of operations for the adjacent businesses? Are they there on the weekends? All of the the other properties and the development on the other sites, they do have weekend businesses. Like um, the the Deckers is open on the weekends. Lassen's is open on the weekends. Um, so I, I don't know their hours of operation uh, for for those businesses though. Okay, one more shot, anyone? Any more questions? Okay, if not, is the applicant present and do they have a presentation? Uh, Chair Adelman, committee members, the applicant is present and we will we'll ask the uh, city clerk to move them up at this time so they can add any additional information. And if you have any questions, I just do want to remind the, the DRC members um, to 
Uh, remember that uh, the DRC is reviewing the design of the project and though parking and parking allocation and parking requirements are important topics, those will be addressed more heavily and thoroughly at the administrative hearing um, to the administrator hearing officer who will be um, reviewing the parking requirements for the project. With, with that, um, applicant team, are you the applicants available? Oh, thank you. Are you able to unmute uh, yourselves and possibly turn on your cameras? Um, hello. Hello. Yeah. Is that Mark? Mark, you there? This is Jim. I'm here too. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so hello everyone. My name is Mark. Um, I'm here on behalf of the applicant and also the architecture firm. Um, so Jamie basically covered um, basically everything of importance. I just wanted to add a little bit more information regarding the design of the project and more specifically the materials that are going to be used. Um, so as you can tell from the images that were shown, this car is this car wash is very unique. It has a 123 foot long tunnel and it also incorporates a steel frame structure. Um, some of the materials integrated in the design are polycarbonate, um, and this is significant because, because it allows the building to appear slightly translucent. Um, and it also features stainless steel shingles, as you can see from the entrance and also from the exit. Um, these shingles give off a very vibrant color that isn't painted or dyed, and depending on your perspective or the angle of view at which you view the project, um, the color of these shingles can actually change. Um, so I do know Jamie went over kind of the DRC's previous comments, which included um, that the architectural design should be upgraded and the building should rely on architecture instead of signage to advertise itself. Um, so just from what was presented and what I just described, I believe this design definitely addresses those comments um, and it does so in a way that allows the car wash to be both modern and cutting edge. Um, and I, she also mentioned as well, the issue with the abutting parking lot. Um, so there are one or two spaces that spill onto our site and we proposed already a solution that she, she spoke about earlier, um, which is something we'd like to do, but we're still waiting on permission from the adjacent property owner. Um, so just to conclude, we hope this car wash enriches the area, it enhances the built environment and also brings um, more commerce to the shopping center. And uh, this is David Farron. If I could just add on to what Mark uh, said. Good evening, everyone. Um, if you look at the circulation plan uh, for the project, I just wanted to point out because we've been some topic of conversation about access and circulation. You can see that there's multiple um, entry points to the site and exits and uh, the parking in front of Lassen's has more than one route to go around uh, uh, access. It basically has pretty much continuous uh, circulation with alternate routes. So if there ever was a problem with uh, queuing, which we don't believe there would be, uh, there's still other ways to go to get where you're going. Um, also, the building is, uh, the, the water is 100% recycled. It's a very expensive uh, high-tech system that reclaims all of the water. The only lost water really is to evaporation and um, carry out uh, 
like with a pickup truck, for example. Um, and uh, the, just an FYI on the building design is kind of open on top and there's a mesh screen to prevent birds and such from getting in. But the whole idea is to uh, have the car wash be highly ventilated so that it doesn't uh, cause too much corrosion and uh, extends the life of the building. Is Jack present? Jack is our landscape architect. Doesn't look like he's on. Um, okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, so if we could move on to the landscape, I could go through that really quickly. Um, so the, the concept with this landscape, um, David and I both share a kind of passion for California native plants. So we want to use as many natives as we could that would work within the confines of, of the site. Um, the, the idea is that when you roll through this kind of uh, the, the, the entry lane in, into the car wash that you'd be imagining water is a big part of this. So the idea is that you'd have these like swell like paving um, bands that would then kind of break up into like breaking waves and then kind of wash you into the, the car wash. And then as you come out, you're clean. Um, so really wanted to kind of play with that, the water theme a little bit there. Blues too, kind of riffing off the, the, the very interesting facade of the architecture. We have permeable pavers in the parking area. And uh, the, the paving in the, the lane there that, that gets you into the car wash would be like, you know, it would be concrete with different colors there to mimic that kind of feel of, of swells rolling through into the car wash. That's it. Okay, if your uh, presentation is complete, then uh, do any of the uh, committee members have any questions of the architect? I have one question. It's not necessarily architect, but it's about the the side yards, that right side strip, planting strip. Um, you mentioned that you have to get permission from the adjacent properties, but it looks like the the landscape strip is actually within the boundaries of this site's property. But you still need to get permission from the neighbors to do that landscape strip. Number one, and then the second question is: It, it looks like you call out a fence along that area as well, and I was wondering. Why do you need a fence and what size is the fence? I didn't see a detail for it. Those are my two questions. Uh, I'll answer the question about the uh, park adjacent parking. Uh, we don't need permission for that. Uh, it just would be nice to expand landscaping because you have sort of a portion of a parking space remaining on the end cap of that uh, parking uh, aisle. And uh, so just, it's just an opportunity to have more landscape. It could be striped, um, but that's on their property and we're not gonna do anything on their property without permission. And in terms of the fence, I'm not aware of any fence. Uh, maybe Jack knows something about that, but uh, I, I don't think we're proposing a fence other than the one that already exists on the freeway off ramp. 
Yeah, that would be true. Except you know, they they do have that existing fencing that's part of that along. Um, I think it's a church there. So um, yeah, not not a nothing else at at this point in time. If we were to do a fence, I'd, I'd imagine like a horizontal wood fence, kind of more contemporary looking to that would match the architecture. Do any of the other DRC members have questions? Um, I had one question um, about the polycarbonate material. I'm not super familiar with it. Um, is that, uh, I'm just kind of imagining like a plexiglass type of material. Can you describe what that is? And, um, you know, are there any concerns with the longevity of that or how that ages um, in your opinion? Yeah, we we use uh, polycarbonate periodically. Um, it's extremely lightweight. It's an eco-friendly type of plastic. Uh, it has a coating on one face that uh, prevents uh, sun degradation. Um, we believe it has sufficient lifespan for this project. Uh, Considering that car washes is basically a wet zone, um, almost any material is going to degrade quicker in that environment, which is one of the reasons we designed the building the way we did. And the polycarbonate is probably one of the best things to allow the building to ventilate. Uh, you can see that the, the uh, bands of polycarbonate are kind of shingle-like and um, at each of those horizontal joints, there's a ventilated girt um, that allows air uh, at each panel. And panels are about four feet high, if I remember right. And uh, then, of course, the top is open as well. So we think that it's uh, sufficient and uh, compared to any other material, it's going to last about the same. And it can be pretty easily replaced. Thank you. Any other questions? I have, a, I have a quick question for on the polycarbonate. Uh, David, the polycarbonate does not actually breathe. It's a dual wall polycarbonate, but it breathes between panels. Is that what you said? Yeah, I think we have a detail on the plans. Um, you have it as a dual wall polycarbonate, but that that's not a that's not a breathable material. Or it's it's that's not pervious. It's it actually, but the breathing is between the material, correct? Correct. So if you look on uh, sheet A five detail uh, five and six, there are these channels that are supporting the bottom edge of the uh, polycarbonate that is the vented material so it allows air uh, on the inside face of the multi-wall polycarbonate so you're correct the polycarbonate is not perforated on the face got it and i see the detail thanks okay if there's no other questions and i have a few i'm sure david has anticipated them uh, High roof is open, so there's no drainage, no gutters or anything like that. It's uh, 
it's actually the rainwater is just going to drop into the interior of the car wash. Yeah, the roof actually drains um, onto the, uh, you want to call it the office section of the building. And then, and then that lower roof area drains Drain. into scuppers and collects all the water. So all the runoff is comes to one point, basically. Okay. I'm sure you'll have a really good looking detail for that. <laughs> I wish you could see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, I realize, you know, it's an accessory and sometimes when it's not done correctly, it really ruins the architecture. So, uh, when you make your presentation, uh, I'm just calling that your attention is an issue. Um, is there any way, I know it doesn't rain very much in Ventura, but is there any way to capture that water to be reused within the car wash when it does rain? Yeah, we've discussed that um, because it doesn't take much water to fill up a big tank. Um, and that might be possibility for the future, depending on what happens with water use. But uh, that the owner um, is investing a quite a large sum into the water filtration system. This is not this goes above and beyond what is required by law for uh, filtration systems because they want to have a spot free car wash. So. They're investing that we do have area on site that we can um, put in a reclamation tank. And that's one of the reasons that the uh, runoff, the roof runoff water is centralized so that we can tap into it if we need to and put it in a cistern. Okay. And unless I'm missing it on the details, are you going to have ballards protecting the entrances and exits? So that people don't drive into the corners. I think there are some shown on the civil, um, but the answer is yes. And the material, because they do get wet, they do rust and corrode if they're made out of metal. Yeah, we have powder coating on the property. Um, that's what we're planning on using for the metal screens. Uh, so it would probably be the same as that. Okay. Okay, if there's no further questions, then I'm going to close the public uh, hearing. Uh, no, I need to open the public hearing <laughs> before I close it. So, um, uh, Clerk, are there any members of the public who would like to speak on this item? No, no one has indicated that they wish to speak on this item. Okay, then I'm going to close the public hearing and it's open to discussion by the committee members. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. I think it's a great improvement from the initial installation that they submitted. I think this is fun. I love the colors. I think I think it's really, really nice. My only in fact, my only comment would be. Um, the two Arbutus Unido that are in front of the building, maybe you don't need those. I think maybe just do lower ground plants so you can see a bit more of the building because the Arbutus Unido, if you don't prune it, can get pretty dense. It gets thick. And I like the paneling that they used. I think it's just a really fun building. I like it. So that would be my only comment is, is the regarding the Arbutus Unidos. Thank you. 
Member Salty, any comments? Yeah, I would I would like to commend staff, the applicant, the architect, the landscape architect, the civil engineer. This looking at the before and after, this is the reason for design review. And just want to commend everybody on the team. Um, the project looks great. It's the best car wash I've ever seen. Hands down. Seriously, so you guys should be proud of yourself. Staff, you guys all did a good job. So um, I'm 100% in support of this project. Uh, Member Tomasello, any comments? I'll echo that as well. I also think it's uh, it's a really great and appropriate location for a car wash too. I, I think it's a good use of that underutilized within the, the shopping center. So um, yeah, also applaud the uh, owner slash developer uh, of the, the project for finding a unique use for um, for that site as well. So I'll also be uh, Member Grodin. Uh, sure. Uh, the only the only issue I have with it is the reciprocal entrance through that whole area, but that's that doesn't really have much to do with this project. Um, and I agree. I concur with uh, both the committee members before me, uh, Salty especially, that it, uh, the process has made this uh, such a better building, and it's great. the The design is really elegant. Um, I love the, the fact that it has uh, PV panels, reclaim all your water. The polycarbonate is a really a sustainable material. It's a great material. I think the landscape looks great. Um, I'm fully supportive of the project. My comments. Uh, this is an outstanding project, and it was actually a pleasure to review it. And uh, it, it justifies the reason that we have a design review committee. Uh, very well done. Okay, I think the next step is uh, we need to entertain, entertain a motion and a second. I'll move to recommend uh, design approval uh, to the administrative hearing officer. Do we have a second? Second. I'll second. Okay. Uh, then, clerk, uh, would you proceed with roll call? Committee member Gratton. Yes. Committee member Salty. Yes. Committee member Tomasello. Yes. Vice chair Dunn. Yes. Chair Antelman. Yes. Motion is passed. Okay, the next item on the agenda is project 14609. Coastal Storage Design Review and Plan Development Permit located at 4451 Market Street. Has uh, any any of the committee members had any art ex parte communication regarding this project? Okay, if none, then uh, can we proceed with the staff presentation? Chair Adelman, uh, design review committee members, before Gene begins, I, I actually wanted to introduce him as this is the first time you'll all be seeing him. We have a new senior planner that's joined the City of Ventura team. Um, Gene will be giving the presentation for this. Uh, he has is joining us uh, newly to California from Nashville, where he was previously working and living. So. Um, if you don't recognize Gene, that is, is why, and he'll be providing you with the next presentation. Thank you, everybody. 
Thank you for that introduction, Netta. Uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, the current item on the agenda is a request form for a formal design review and a plan development permit for a four-story personal storage building with 44 parking spaces. Next slide, please. The project location is on a vacant parcel located near the Telephone Road Market Street intersection in the Arundel community. As you see highlighted in red on the screen. Next slide, please. Existing context includes commercial, institutional, and office uses around the site. As you can see, there's a Chevron gas station immediately to the west of the site, as well as the Colleges of Law Ventura that abut the site to the east. And then there are some retail strip shopping centers to the south that incorporate office uses. Next slide, please. The, propo the proposed project is a four-story, 62,000 square foot personal storage building. The ground floor will have the business office with direct access off of Market Street, connected by an ADA-compliant walkway. Also, the ground floor, as you can see on the site plan, shows uh, 30 car bays that surround the perimeter of the building. For parking, uh, and these uh, parking bays will be accessible through the looped one-way drive that forms kind of like the letter C or circles around the building, as you see on the screen. Storage units are located on each floor with the units ranging in area from as small as 25 square feet up to 250 square feet. Access to the upper floors is provided through the business office and entrances on each side of the building that lead to a central corridor, which house two elevators and two stairways. So as you see on the screen, on the southern, on the, excuse me, the western side at the bottom of the graphic, there are like these uh, darkened gray blocks in between the parking bays. That is an entrance as well as on the north side of the site or the left side of the graphic, and then as well as on the east side of the building uh, or the top portion of this graphic. The business office will be operational seven days a week uh, from the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Storage units with climate controlled access will be accessible seven days a week from the hours of 7 a.m. until 9 p.m. And customers will only have access to their storage units between the hours of 7 a.m. and 9 p.m. each day of the week. Next slide, please. The project will provide just under 6,000 square feet of landscaping area. Uh, this uh, meets the uh, zoning code 15% uh, requirement for the MPD zoning district. There are a variety of trees and planter species that will be provided between the sidewalk and surface parking lot along Market Street. Staff work with the development team to enhance uh, the landscaping throughout the process uh, for this application uh, uh, between staff and the applicant team. We try to incorporate additional uh, large canopy trees as well as uh, tree plantings along the site perimeter. Next slide, please. Uh, this is primarily the plant palette for this particular site. As you can see, it involves a variety of uh, plant species that will, uh, that's, uh, excuse me, that landscape the site primarily along Market Street and then also along the perimeter. Next slide, please. Uh, these are the current uh, development standards for the MPD zoning district. These, um, this project uh, will meet and or ex uh, exceed uh, the development standards required by the zoning code per the MPD zoning district. Uh, some of the ways in which this project exceeds the standards include having deeper setbacks, uh, lower building height, 
as well as additional bicycle parking. Next slide, please. The graphic on the screen is a rendering of the initial uh, design submittal for this project. Uh, planning staff, we worked with the applicant team to not only improve the landscaping, but also the architectural design of the building. Uh, we identified opportunities uh, for the design to incorporate modifications to try to be more reflective of be more uh, sensitive to the existing context and other surrounding buildings. Uh, some of the feedback that we did provide the applicant team involved a punctuating of mass to additional window openings on each side of the building, uh, as well as trying to make this four-story building appear more as a three-story building to be a little more context sensitive. Next slide, please. The applicant team took uh, staff's feedback and incorporated some of the design comments uh, by uh, addressing uh, through additional fenestration, punctuating the mass on each side to have this design look more, uh, have a, a shop front appearance from Market Street, as well as to uh, allow this design to feel a little more pedestrian friendly and be designed toward, to more, toward a more pedestrian scale and by placing the primary signs in a more prominent location. As you can see, there are additional architectural details such as a wooden trellis, cornice, and trim, and brackets uh, along the top as well as the sides of the building that uh, provide additional uh, aesthetic appeal along Market Street. Next slide, please. This is another rendering uh, along Market Street, as you can see on the left side of the screen, where the uh, existing Chevron uh, gas station convenience store is located, uh, as well as you can see the perimeter of landscaping you can kind of see uh, another corner of this building. Next slide, please. The graphic on the screen is the south elevation. As you can see, there are large windows. Uh, so this south elevation is along Market Street. So you're along Market Street facing the building. There are large windows. Uh, as you can see, initially, for this design, the applicant team showed it as being a four-story and being recognizable as a four-story building, whereas they have come back with the current submittal uh, showing this building looks more like a three-story building to be more a little more context sensitive. Uh, windows on the upper floors consist of spandrel glass, which are not see-through. Uh, exterior materials include corrugated metal panel, beginning block wall, exterior smooth plaster, as well as a wood trim. Next slide, please. This is the north elevation, so. This would be the quote unquote back uh, back portion of the site. And you can see uh, on this particular elevation where the uh, additional parking, uh, most of the parking rather, is located uh, on the site along the perimeter of the building. Next slide, please. This is the west elevation. This uh, elevation is on the Chevron convenience store gas station section. As you can see, uh, the additional parking bays along this portion of the bottom portion of the elevation. If you look at the roof, uh, the roof is screened by metal panel screening that uh, screens the mechanical equipment. So it's not uh, visible from Market Street, nor is it visible from this any side, any side or elevation of the building. Uh, the screening for the mechanical on the roof is highlighted with the yellow oval. And then as far as uh, drainage, uh, there's roof uh, drains uh, located in strategic portions on the roof, as well as the down spouts are hidden, but you can, they're indicated with the red circles uh, right next to some of the parking bays. Next slide, please. Again, uh, screening 
uh, the metal panel wall for the mechanical on the roof, uh, the downspouts indicated the red circle, and this eastern elevation portion uh, located uh, flooding uh, the houses of Ventura uh, building. Next slide, please. So in conclusion, uh, staff is looking for uh, guidance. Um, as a reminder, the design review committee uh, makes recommendations to the planning commission uh, for formal design review. And so staff is looking for guidance on should there be a transition of materiality from the south elevation along the sides of the building as, they, as there currently really isn't. And also any other design changes the design review committee uh, so recommends. And thus concludes staff's presentation and I'll take questions. Good. First, I'd like to say welcome, Bruce, to Ventura. Uh, oh, it's Gene. <laughs> Catch your names reversed. Uh, does anybody uh, on the committee have any questions of staff? Okay. Um, is the applicant present and would you like to make a presentation? Chair uh, Adelman. Committee members, yes, the applicant is present and does have a presentation. If we could just allow a moment for them to be moved up onto the screen and then we can begin. The applicant has been moved up. Good evening, uh, Committee Chair and uh, DRC members. My name is Mark Pettit. I'm with Lauterbach and Associates Architects. We're happy to be here tonight. Uh, first off, we'd like to thank Gene for stepping in and uh, being our planner to help us hopefully carry this uh, to the finish line. It's been a really good job for uh, being a rookie in the city of Ventura, so really much appreciate that. Um, our project feel, fills a, a much needed demand in the area as residential units are smaller. There's more need for storage as garages are less and less in residential communities. The need is more. So uh, the developer uh, picked this site and uh, it's something that is, is very much needed. Um, the Neighboring buildings are gas station, car wash, auto repair, and other uses, as Jean mentioned. And we think that this building will, will probably uh, buffer the sound a little bit from the gas station, car wash, uh, to the adjacent buildings. Uh, we did substantially design the building to look like a three-story building from a four-story building. Uh, and in our storage, when we design storage buildings, the plate to plate is much less than a typical office building. We're dealing with about eight foot six total uh, for the actual finished floor. And then of course the structure. So it, it is a couple of feet less per floor uh, for this type of, uh, of operation. Uh, as mentioned, all of our uh, setbacks and parking uh, is met. This project is a low traffic generator and, of course, has a very low parking use. The uh, building and the facility is uh, secured 
It's got cameras, special access points, and it's all monitored. So we are taking great uh, care and lengths to make sure that it is a secure facility. As far as the exterior is concerned, we did modify and add a lot of pop-outs and recesses along with windows along the, the buildings. We added additional materials, cornices, um, the bracketing, windowsills, uh, additional lighting throughout the whole property. And uh, we are designing this building so that it, it hopefully will be um, Will offset all electrical. It will have solar panels on the roof and be an all electric building. So that's pretty important to the developer. Uh, the building also will have access points all the way around the building. Those will be also secured by the people that uh, uh, operate it and only accessible with special codes. And once inside the building, we have two great elevators that will be able to take the um, people that store the materials there to different floors. As mentioned, there's also a retail component, which is at the front of the building. That's the office. They'll be selling boxes and packaging supplies, so on and so forth. We feel the landscaping complements the uh, landscaping around the area and uh, we feel that this would be an asset uh, to the property. And with that, we're open to answer any questions that you might have. Thank you. Does the committee have any questions? Okay, if none, then I have a few. Uh, one, I'm Kind of wondering if you're going to put solar up there, can uh, I don't believe there's a detail in your package that would show, show that we have the roof plan that shows the solar, but no mounting detail in terms of tilting angle. Uh, it'll be approximately a 15 degree uh, angle. Okay. Uh, your equipment screen, is there any reason you can't rotate that not degrees? So the, uh, the shorter dimension would be facing the east, east and west direction. Uh, I'm sure we could do that. We did it this way so that it doesn't uh, go over the ridge of the building, but it's certainly able to, to be accommodating that. Uh, the, the main area for that penthouse is the, obviously the elevator, freight elevator, uh, mechanical equipment. But that certainly can be moved. We have no problem with that. Okay. Uh, no other questions. And uh, Madam Clerk, are there any members of the yeah, chair? Excuse me, can, sure. can I can I ask a question? I'm sorry. I was sure. Proceed. So the um, so the front facade where it's the CMU is that just one course thick, is, or does it wrap at all? On on that right corner, I guess it would be. I'm not sure I understand your question. We return, we return it to the corner on the both sides of the front facade. Is it more than one course on the upper levels? One course thick. I'm not sure I understand. It, does does the material wrap the building on the upper levels? 
Yes, it's all the way through, as you can see in the elevation. So, so that B is the uh, is CMU, and it wraps that that corner on the front. Yeah, it, I, don't, I don't see it wrapping on the front. It it just turns to that corner. It it's a it's a double. It's a sixteen inches. So it's one course. Correct. Okay, and then on, there there is no daylight on the inside, and it it's all. You rely on 100% on um, electricity for daylight? Um, at this point, yes, we have talked about adding additional skylights for the fourth floor. Uh, they're not shown at this point. Okay, but as of now, there's no there's no daylight on the interior. And so we're going to have enough PV panels to cover uh, uh, to, the electricity? Correct. All of our lighting will be LED and they're on motion sensors. Um, storage buildings are not highly used. Uh, at most, there's two to four people a day. And um, so it's a very, uh, based on uh, other projects that we've done, the electric use is relatively minor. Um, most of it comes from the elevators. And of course, uh, we'll have the appropriate number of panels to handle the load. And all of the all of the glass, with the exception of the the first floor entry, is spandrel. And, and the stair, we have an exterior stair on the um, uh, elevation. I don't know, Gene, if you can show that. Yeah, I don't see it. So it's on the top farthest left of the building, top left, the furthest left of that building. There is a, a, a stair that goes to all the floors and there are windows in that stair. Okay, thank you. Thank you. One more question. Um, these windows uh, in Mullions, are they flush with the surface? Or are they recessed? Because there's no detail. So, so they're recessed. They're recessed in, um, and they have sills and uh, a recessed panel that you can see. That's the blue. So they are recessed in about four, four and a half inches. Okay. If there's no further questions, then uh, yeah. I've got a couple. Of... I just okay. got a couple questions. Sorry. Sure. Um, in your rendering, you're showing uh, some vines, it looks like, on that trellis on the front elevation, um, but I wasn't sure if those were on the ground and what, what type of vine those were. I think they're shown on the landscape planting plan. The intent is those vines will grow up the wall and up that trellis. And I don't... I can't see it that small of a scale, uh, but I believe they're shown in the uh, in the details there. Hey, hey Madden, if you can go back to toward the end of my presentation, there's a zoomed-in uh, planting legend uh, for the committee, that if possible. And I, I'm no expert at at uh, you know reading the plant types, but I didn't see any that jumped out at me as as vines. So I, I but I just may not have seen it. We will have vines. Okay. 
Well, I guess I'll throw one more question at you. You have a gate. Um, we do material of the gate. Yes, yes we do. Uh, we have it. It's a, a aluminum uh, frame gate. And uh, you go to the plan. You can see how that's set up. Okay, any more questions? Just just one other one. Um, the windows, are they like an opaque glass material or is there some kind of film on, on them or? Um... So the, the windows on the upper floor, they are a, a tinted glass. They are a, a colored darker tint glass. And then there is a panel in back of those, which makes up spandrel panel glass. Similar to what you see um, between floors at high rises, especially if you look at the high rises in Oxnard along the freeway, the glass tower, the tallest one between mm -hmm. floor levels. So from the outside during the daytime, it's it's uh, regular glass. It looks like everything else. And of course, at night, there's there's no light coming from it. Okay. And then is there uh, any reason um, that you chose? Do them kind of in that, I guess, middle section on the on the rear elevation. Any reason why you couldn't show them there as well? Uh, oh, we only have them on the top floor. Um, no, just just as a variation, we can certainly add those. Okay. Thank you. Okay, last call for comments. Okay, if, if none, then uh, is there any members of the public who would like to speak? No members of the public have indicated that they wish to speak. Okay, then I'm going to uh, close the public uh, hearing. And uh, at this point, uh, make some comments from our members. Member Dunn, any comments? Yeah. <laughs> uh, regarding the vines specifically, there is no vine uh, listed on the planting plan. You, Tony, you asked a question that I was curious about too. I did notice that it looked like there were vines on their perspective, but specifically they did not include a vine on the drawing. So if they are planning on putting vines there and there, I think we need to. I think it'd be great if it was all around, but um, they need to specify what kind of vine, if it's going to be one that suckers onto the building or one that needs a lattice for it, if you know, and and how, how it's going to work. Um, with regard to the planting plan, I think it's a nice planting plan. My only um, comment would be the Circus Occidentalis. That is a lovely little deciduous flowering tree. There's a picture of it in a pink flower that they show on the west side of the property. And that's the side that's next to the one story gas station. And this building is taller behind it. I think it would be nice if they actually used a taller tree, like maybe the tipu instead on the sides to help sort of mitigate the scale of the building in relationship to the surrounding buildings. Regarding the architecture, um, 
I'm not a fan of it. My concern is it feels like the architect is, is trying to do a bit too much. I do appreciate the addition of the windows in the front compared to the initial submittal that they had. I think adding the windows is really nice, but my favorite material on this project is that brick or block that they used, and I'd love to see that all the way around the building. I think that would be nice. I'm not quite understanding the trellis lattice, the wood addition there. I don't, it just feels like it's creating something busy. And, uh, and I'm not a fan of the, all the colors that are on the central part directly below the name of the company. I'm sure the architects maybe have more cause. I think the roof line, the top of the roof line is nice. The addition of the windows is nice, but there's just something about the combination of all of these different materials for me that just feels like it's just not quite coming together. But those are my comments. Okay. Member Salty, any comments? I think based on William's um, questions, he's, he and I are going to have the same comments. So I don't. You want to? Do you want to come back to me, and I'll ask him if he doesn't. Sure, no problem. And uh, Member Groden, comments, please. Let's pass. Salty. Um, okay. Yeah, I I question the the CMU not not turning the corner and following the volume. That's it. Feels a little bit old west facade uh, to me. That it's only uh, one course thick, 16 inches is probably the, the thickness of the block. And I think that that would be nice if it actually followed the volume. I don't know how to do it with the with the the volume that is that is there. Um, my only comment is I just hope that we uh, propose adding a vine to that facade so it actually grows up and hit, gets on that trellis and gets on the CMU as well. Um, and I I hope it. I hope it sticks in it. I don't think it will damage the block. Um, yeah. I don't have a lot of other comments. Member Tomasello. Um, as far as self storage, uh, you know, buildings go, I think this is a fine, fine design in general. Um, I, I quite like it. I I do agree that I would like the uh, block to wrap around the sides uh, of the building. I don't. I wouldn't go so far as to do the entire building in it, but at least to the first sort of um, corner where you know there's a, a pop out in the in the facade and um, kind of dying it there and then. And then doing what what you have the rest of the remainder of the building. It looks like it's shown in in on this side. It doesn't look that way in the rendering. So it, it's a little bit know exactly what's going on and where it stops. May I jump into that? Sure. Please, sir. That it actually doesn't render that it's shown on there. The the right hand side of the drawing is the front, right? Because it's got that's the one with the trellis on it. The back has uh, the CMU wrapping and taking oh. 
and that's what I, that's what I was talking about is it being the, the volume is um, that CMU could wrap and take the first volume. And then it would be more than just a, a, a Western facade. Right. Yeah. Th thank you for that clarification. That's right. Um, so I would agree with, and uh, I, I would also, um, you know, potentially recommend that we um, you know, request uh, windows on that second story on that rear facade as well, just to carry that through. Any other comments? Okay, from my perspective, uh, the building appears to be adequate, but I think the material palette needs to be simplified. It just maybe it's just trying too hard. Uh, I agree with the comments on the blocks and uh, also on the, on the landscaping as well. Um, so I, th I think everyone seems to be focusing in on pretty much on the issue of the block. Uh, I'd also like to see the, uh, the roof screen uh, rotated 90 degrees. I think it would look better to have the shorter dimension facing east and west uh, visually. Um, if you're going to go solar, it just depends on how many panels you're putting up there, whether you may need to screen them or not. If, uh, if it's just a few uh, and they're located in the center, then no one's going to see them. But if you're going to I mean, cover that entire roof, you may need some type of screening uh, depending on the angle. And in this area, you're up at 35 degrees if you're going to take advantage of the sun. Uh, your angle generally matches your latitude when you're facing south. So uh, we're looking for a, a motion and a second. I'll take a stab. Um, see if there's any comments. So I, I would move to recommend uh, formal design approval uh, with the following uh, requirements to show uh, the vine on the landscaping plan at the front facade on the trellis uh, to uh, change the tree at the southwest corner of the uh, property to a tipu rather than what's proposed currently. Um, to wrap the uh, CMU block um, at the first, uh, excuse me, uh, that's uh, at the front facade to the first corner on adjacent facades. And to uh, reorient the roof screen so that the sh shorter dimension faces east to west. Do we have a second? If not, I believe I can second. I, I, I'll, I'll second. I'll second that. Okay. So, Okay, uh, Claire, can we have a thing with the yes. roll call? Committee member Grabner. Yes. Committee member Salty. Yes. 
Committee member Tomasello. Yes. Vice Chair Dunn. Yes. Chair Anselman. Yes. Motion passes. Thank you very much. Okay, next item on the agenda is staff communication. Uh, do we have any staff communication tonight? Thank you, Chair Adelman, committee members. The only communication is that the next scheduled meeting of the, the DRC is May 21st, and that is, I, I apologize, April 21st, and that's being canceled. There will be a special meeting of the city council that night. So um, this meeting is being canceled to accommodate that hearing. Um, that's all staff communications this evening. Thank you. And the next meeting will be the next, the next meeting will be in May. Okay. All right. Then uh, if there's no further communication, then I'm going to the meeting is adjourned. Thank you, Thank everybody. You. Bye. Have a great night. Thank you all.